Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So, today I am in my living room on my lovely futon. Just wanting to talk to you guys about this mindfulness journey. And when you listen to this on March 7th, it will have been a year since I started. It's like been over a year uh, since I started being on a mindfulness journey. And when I say mindful, I mean like mindful of how other people make me feel and really taking into consideration um, of where the emotions are coming from, like what the source of them are. So what I wrote down that I meant by a mindfulness journey was an awareness of emotion, emotions source. And I wrote that down just to make sure that, you know, I would be able to kind of connect the dots between those things. Like, what is the source that is causing me to have, like, these emotions? Where are these emotions coming from? Why am I reacting this way? Being very mindful. So, this is from mindful.org. Some notes on mindfulness, you know. Just a couple things, you know, it suggests that the mind is fully attending to what's happening, to be fully present, and some of my own notes are, you know, it can snap you back into reality, even when life gets busy or out of control, and some ways, like, you can practice, um, mindfulness practices or, like, grounding yourself, you know, that you hear grounding as in like a term for when you're having anxiety but you can also use it for when you feel like you need to be mindful and maybe when you are anxious or you're going through anxiety you're not being mindful of where that is coming from but uh you can do some meditation uh with or without yoga i did learn recently that there are things you can do um like going on walk like a meditation walk I thought that was really cool so a lot of times being mindful and being offended can kind of go hand in hand because we're always saying we need to be mindful what other people have gone through but sometimes that means we don't need to be so offensive or come off offensive or you know being offended and things like that fall into that category so mindfulness means thinking of others being aware and the definition is conscious slash aware of something awareness in the present moment therapeutic slash meditative state and how it is perceived is that you come to realize or understand something that you view regard or consider Being offended, on the other hand, you know, you're taking any and all things and making them out to be as hurtful or finding a way to use it against somebody. If you're coming off as, like, being, like, offended in certain ways, um, it is usually self or personally focused on yourself. Like, I'm offended that, you know, so-and-so would say that about me or I'm offended that you don't take my mental health into consideration. Um, whereas if you're mindful, you're going to be saying the statements as, you know, 
I am aware or I don't, you know, I don't feel like you are aware. That's an, um, a mindful thing in my opinion, in my, my opinion. Um, the definition, um, of being offended is like resentful or annoyed versus if you're mindful, you're conscious and aware of something. So it's like positive versus negative in some ways you can look at it if that's what suits you and how you view that, then that can be how you view that. Um, it's a result of a perceived insult and what perceived means in this case is that you interpret or you look into it, see, tell, take in, or learn. And with mindfulness, you can learn as well. You learn different ways between your being offended versus being mindful. And um, being mindful of how you're going to make somebody else feel is kind of like a preset to somebody being offended. So it's like if we're more mindful is like the before and the offended is like the after, then... You know, if we think before we act, things can be differently. And that's um, been my mindfulness journey. So I'm going to flip to the next page. It is really windy out today. That screech noise was my door. And the wind just pushed the door real hard. So ways to be mindful, you know, you pay attention to things. Slow down. I reiterate this to my son so much. I'm always like, slow down, pay attention, you know, live in the moment, be open. Apologize. And um, accepting with what you do. It says daily. I almost couldn't read that. Okay. <clears throat> this is the big one. Okay. Accept yourself. Be your own friend. How would a good friend treat you? And that's how you want to treat yourself. Okay? You want to establish, you know, your routines. My routine in the morning, I get up normally. I'm up before my son because, of, you know, he goes to school, so I try to get up before him. I've learned that if I get up before him, then I'm already playing offense. If I get up after him, I'm playing defense. Because I'm like, I'm not awake enough yet to kind of perceive what's going on with him. So, it gives me a head start to be up before him. And, you know, I like to get up. I make my iced coffees in the morning. I make sure that I take all my vitamins. I get him up. I get, you know, tell him, you know, he gets himself dressed. We establish routine for the both of us so we're on a good playing field when he gets on that school bus in the morning that he can he can function and he can focus and be safe and all those things. We always reiterate paying attention as to being safe because if you pay attention to the world around you and you are aware of your surroundings, you can be safe. That's also part of being mindful. So I think it's very important that at a young age that you treat your children as mindful individuals that you make sure that they are aware that they are mindful individuals and how to be mindful individuals but that doesn't mean you teach them to be people pleasers who don't tell people no and that 
aren't allowed to have bad days, obviously. Be in your thoughts instead of running from them or disassociating. However, with this statement, disassociating is not a negative thing. Disassociating could be the way that you are kind of resetting yourself or you're, you're responding to something that is triggering a trauma response in you. And that's okay to do that every once in a while. I have a child with ADHD and I know there's times where like he'll space out and, and whatnot watching TV or something completely like a normal thing and I do it too because I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. So we always practice with him active listening, you know, being present. Making sure that he understood what he was supposed to do. And we do that by asking him, you know, like, hey, can you do, you know, you need to do this. And, you know, he'll look at me and he'll stare at me sometimes. And I'm just like, like, do you know what you're supposed to do? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what are you supposed to do? And he'll tell me. Or he won't tell me and I'll repeat it to him and then he'll get it. So be patient. You know, you, the patience that you have with your kids is the patience you need to have with yourself. And vice versa. I have all the patience in the world for other people. And sometimes I don't have enough patience for my kid. And um, as a parent, I have to be mindful in that area a lot. It's very hard sometimes. So... We have to try these mindfulness exercises, you know, where I, I like to write, like I, my mindfulness is in this podcast. You guys, this is where I'm at right now. Um, there are meditation things you can do. You can, there's apps, um, Headspace. That was the one I was trying to think of that. I tried that one for a little bit and I really felt like it did help a lot, like I had a hard time with the consistency and I would love to go back to it. And I think that that would be something I would be interested in doing before. Maybe I could go to work or, you know, would go to school or anytime you're about to walk into a stressful situation, that's what I would want to be doing. So, um, you can do yoga and then there's the, the walking meditation, which is called Kinhin. I wrote it down. I had to make sure I wrote it down. I couldn't remember the name for it. Some other things that help me is I listen to podcasts and listen to people talk and I listen to people who I look up to who are kind of like a couple steps ahead of where I want to be or, you know, and I listen, I'll listen to a podcast and I'll stretch or I'll be in the car when I'm driving sometimes you know driving can clear your head so there's lots of places you can go where you can kind of find ways to have those those um mindfulness exercises and um you have to find the right learning environment for you to learn mindfulness because it's a learning thing it is not something that is just like I get it I'm mindful I'm gonna just take it take on everybody else's feelings and let them be mine. No. Mindfulness is boundary setting. Mindfulness is knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses. It's doing the work. It's 
being so in your own lane that what everybody else is doing doesn't affect you personally. You know, that that is mindfulness, okay? So, ready for some quotes? If it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind, too. That was by Ivan Nuru. And I, if it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind. Basically, anything that you're not in control of, you know, something that's out of your control. Like, um, if there's nothing you can do about something, you know, then you just, you know... You can walk away from something and come back to it when you need to. You have that freedom. It's a human thing. We do it sometimes. Alright, another quote. The present moment is filled with joy and happiness. If you are, at, are attentive, you will see it. And that's by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, a lot of his quotes really... Oh, I can't say if it's his, but I just kind of went that route. My bad. Um, but a lot of... Their quotes really hit home, and I almost could write a whole, like, page of their quotes. Because, um, the moment that you're in, like, little moments, you're gonna have, you know, joy and happiness. And there's always a way to find the joy and the happiness, even in, like, tough situations. And if you're so being just mindful and you're being very open to things, you know, you might see like, you know, like for instance, my battery in my car died and I was just, I go into problem solving mode, but I'm also mindful of like, you know, a lot of other things. And, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, let's troubleshoot. Let's figure out what's going on. You know, I still have a vehicle positive. The battery is dead negative however it will still turn on and run occasionally so that means that it can be fixed it's not completely dead in the water because I will tell you there have been so many times that car has done something where it didn't want to start or something happened to it and I was just I wanted just to kick it to the curb and I was like I'm done with it and now I'm just like Okay, let's be mindful of the situation. There's a positive that can come from the situation. And we'll just figure it out. Okay, one more quote by John Kabat-Zinn is, Mindfulness is a way of befriending ourselves and our experiences. I really like this one because we really need to befriend ourselves. Like, we really need to have the love and the kinship for ourselves that we do have for the other people in our lives. And, um, it's really easy to look at yourself or to look at somebody else in a different light after being around them for so long and seeing who they really are and just kind of being tired that they're stuck in a certain way and they're not seeing all the positive things that could come from that learning curve and they're just not picking up on it and you just feel like you have to, like, thunk them on the head with it like something's not working and you know this is the universe or god or whoever trying to tell you it's not working and 
you're doing things the hard way and you're not being a good friend to yourself and I'm not being a good friend by letting you sit back and not see it you know so then I start opening my mouth and that's usually when you know people start thinking I'm being not the nicest person in the world the way I present it to them but there's only so much of one way of thinking you can take from somebody when you're in your mind mindfulness journey to where you you have to break your silence and you kind of have to like say hey I gotta insert myself into the equation and say something but mindfulness is a way of befriending ourselves and our experiences so our experiences and our life and ourselves we are not against each other we are just trying to work with each other in harmony and if something's not working the universe is trying to tell you there's another way of doing it and the, if you believe in God the universe I just say universe because it's like universally that's easier um, than trying to come across with all these other things but at the end of the day if you are not mindful you're gonna get stuck in the same habits and you're going to be stuck in the same routine and not have the results that you want and my year has been dedicated to I am not allowed to give up on myself I am not allowed to allow my anxiety my stress my health get in the way of something that I really want I have to approach things in a different way you know so I have gotten a job I I have a part-time job now that is just a couple days a week and when I was working full-time it was just too much and the stress got to me and my body reacted accordingly I ended up in the hospital ended up really sick for like two months and literally wasn't good our bodies try to tell us stuff all the time and if you are not listening to your body you are doing yourself a disservice each and every day I'm telling you right now, I turned 30 years old last last September, and this whole time since then has been about, you know, pushing myself to get out there and do new things, do different things, and try to find a, a place where I fit in. So, find where you fit in, but don't get stuck in a comfort zone. Be mindful, and have a wonderful day.